beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So good to record of a live audience yet again. Such an idiot. That is not the same audience that we recorded from last time. They clapped for longer, so I think they're a little disappointed with some recent results, including this basketball game that we may or may not be currently watching as we're recording. Oh, man. Uh, this, this, is, this is a unique episode because we do have the NC State basketball game playing right now at home, uh, currently down a point to FIU. Ever heard of Florida International, Kent? Not in basketball. Don't they have like uh I think they're – is that Lane Kiffin? That's what I was about to say. I think Lane Kiffin's their football coach. Yeah, right? so maybe he's recruiting basketball too because they're schooling us right now. Anyway, hi. Uh, hi, Kent. What's up, Will? How are you? I'm wonderful, man. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have the listeners that we have. And I'm happy for Devin Daniels not making me say, come on, Devin. He made me say it a couple times in the first half. Just listen to it on the way over here. I was like, <laughs> That's bad when you can hear it just over the radio. You know he does something bad, but uh, we'll root for the best for him. So, hey, we're back. We are we're freaking, freaking back. back. Episode 25. Wow. Of the what? F-I-P-P. Yeah. The, no, uh, F-I and F-N-I-P-P. Yeah, okay. But it's also the uh, most entertaining, least informative of all the NC State podcasts. Yeah, we will never provide you insight that you wouldn't have gotten from your eight-year-old son <laughs> that could have <laughs> said the takes that we have. And uh, we're glad to have you. Kent, I can tell you're going to be distracted all night by this basketball game. I'm, I'm here, man. I'm ready. <laughs> so, uh, What do we ask you to do? I'll buddy up with you on this one like we did last time. So, you know, we have our Twitter and our Instagram at Fire and Ice Pack Pod. So, what do you do for that? Um, we're going to need you to do follow. a few things. Follow. We're going to need you to engage. And maybe do some sharing, some retweets. Maybe some sharing, some retweets. The engagement. Drop us a comment. Yeah, drop us a comment. We, uh, we're we getting better on our Twitter, mostly because of me. Okay. It's game reactions that we're watching here. Not, not professional at all. But, uh. We would love your followship. Is that is that like the other word of fellowship? Yeah, I guess. I mean, followship on all our social medias. I, anyone who's listening to this is probably not following us for the first time. You know, you're probably already following us, but we appreciate you guys sticking with us. Yeah, uh, we have fun doing this, and that's what makes it important for me and Kent. So, yep. um, and then plug our, uh, our our podcast. It's on Apple iTunes. It's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. SoundCloud. Probably it's not Stitcher. On, it's not on Still Stitcher. not on Stitcher. No. Google Podcasts that we are on, though. Yeah. Uh, we greatly appreciate you joining us. This is episode 25, entitled, uh, rough title, uh, Exit Light Internight. Why, why is that our title? Well, feeling like we're, we're in a tunnel, and at the very end, there's supposed to be light. It's like, right, cool, we're going to get to the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. <laughs> this tunnel has been blocked off because they're doing construction. And we're just entering night. It's a metallic lyric. Ever heard of it? Inner yes. Sandman. Um, Virginia Tech uses this song religiously in their 
home games. But uh, yeah, and we're also playing night games. The the, the games can't that everyone used to clamor for, clamor for, and you and I have clamored for for many many years. And now, are you having some bitching first cuss word on Twitter about this? Did you say that? Okay, Jack. Well, no, well, no, Dave bitched about it. Or Doran bitched about it. Yeah, so I don't think we said it this last week. If we did, Kent just doesn't remember. But no, we did talk about it last week. Yeah, having uh, Louisville on making the short week even shorter has pissed DD off. Yeah, he brought it back up this week in his comments. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, said it was just like from a player safety standpoint, the league needs to look into it. Yeah, the last thing that we need to worry about is player safety because we don't have any players on the football team left. But um, let's get into our always our intro, and that's going to be what we drinking. Oh man! Oh, man. I, before we get into what we drinking, uh, I think we had a voicemail about beer. We did. Uh, let me cue this bit. Alright dudes, it's Evan from this other podcast. I got a question for you. I know it's still early in basketball season, so I got a hot take for you. Old Tuffy is overrated. I'm going to hang up and listen. Evan, thank you for your call, brother. Uh, or your voicemail that you sent us via email that you guys so gladly sent out. Because we asked for it on Twitter, or I did late night last night. Um, Kent, what's your take, man? They used to be a sponsor of this podcast. They're not anymore. What's your actual real take on Old Tuffy? Um, I think it's a good lager, and I think it is the best beer that you can buy at Carter-Finley Stadium. And, and I say that for one reason and one reason alone, is all the domestics – or your regular like Miller Lite, Coors Light. I can't remember what they have in there. It's an efficiency standpoint. It's an efficiency standpoint. Sure. You get eight for or eight dollars for sixteen ounces of the other ones. You get pay an extra dollar, get an extra three point two ounces. Agreed. The old so stuff. I, I cannot dog it for that. Uh, I will say, on last Sunday we were out watching uh, football, little Panthers game, little pregame before that at Players Retreat. Who, by the way, can't if you ever go to Players Retreat, are you? Yeah, I'm a big, have you heard their jalapeno poppers? I have not. They're the hottest jalapeno poppers in the entire planet because they don't DC the jalapenos. Who does this? This is a crime. Oh, uh, when we ordered them, she's like, "Oh, just warning you, they're actually extra hot today." And I'm like, "No, we're cool. It's just a jalapeno popper. Like they can't be, but so hot." And uh, yeah, they didn't DC them. So if you're a man. Go and order those, but I am not a man, and uh, I stopped after one, actually about one three quarters of a jalapeno popper. So I'll try that for lunch one day this week. Do that and, and get back to me because I couldn't handle it, man. I, I uh, but yeah, they. The reason I bring that up is that their selection of pitchers was not ideal. There, uh, actually ended up getting the old toughy one because there was not a lot as far as kind of like a, the football selection there. So ended up getting that there, but overall, yeah, it's uh, I. I I'd rather our Wolfpack beer be an IPA because it makes me so damn tart when I watch one of our games. Damn. Like, it well, just I makes mean, me so bitter. I think about the old Tuffy. I mean, it's a it's a solid, like, lager beer. It's fine. Yeah, but it's like, if I'm going to pay $15, I'm going to buy, A, a case of beer. 100%. You're <laughs> um, about, about quantity over quality. Well, I'm just saying. I like, am too. If I'm going to buy, if I'm going to spend $15 on lagers, I'm going to buy like a case of Coors Banquet Beer or something like oh, that. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, have I'll just have a good day with it, you know? 
Um, but, I mean, overall, Tasty, it's got a really good can for uh, shotgunning. So, I mean, that's another piece that's really good. Yeah. You know what it's great for? Social media. That's about yeah. it. It's good to throw on your Instagram story oh, or uh, your your Twitter to show that you're supporting the pack. But we yeah, appreciate I mean, I think that. It's good. Keep, it's got a great keep, can, too. Yeah. Keep those voicemails coming, man. I, I threw you a good one. This week, it better get played or I'm never playing one of yours again. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, shouts to the Red and White Podcast. Yeah, by the way, at Red and White Podcast. They need literally zero advertisements, <laughs> but let's spam them up. But you guys already listened to that anyway. So, But uh, we do appreciate that, Evan. Um, and Baxter, is that the other guy on there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think his name is Will, actually. Oh, his oh his Twitter is Baxter. Yeah, but his oh. name is Will, which is Oh, confusing. okay. G- great name. If yeah. it comes from Wilson. I'm a Wilson. You may be a William, but... Still, you guys, uh, you guys do great stuff over there. So, all um, right. So, what are we actually? What drinking? are you actually drinking? So, I've got the Wicked Weed Brewing Company out of uh, what well, Asheville, I think. That is Asheville. And I have the Appalachia Session IPA. It's mm-hmm. got a really mosaic. Uh, it's quite beautiful can. Um, mosaic. I, yeah, that's the colors. I think that's what how you would say <laughs> it. Um, but let me let me take a sip. Oh, yeah, it's really, really tasty, uh, actually. So I got this one just from a, um, I wanted to drink this for drink. Um, and Eli Drinkowitz, is that right. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Um, shouts to him for doing something that the pack hasn't done in, I don't know, 15 years, and that's beat an SEC team. Um, so, <laughs> was that research free? Do you know when the last time we beat an SEC know. team was? I don't know. It's been a long, long time. No one long can even time. look that up. It's not on the internet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on the internet because they bring it up every time we play one and lose again. So. Uh, it's been a while, so shouts to drink for that. And then, yeah. Went on the road, beat South Carolina. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, this is going to be from a little brewery called 21st Amendment. It's called Brew Free or Die. It's an IPA. Uh, 7% 70 IBUs, which no one knows what that means. Probably the amount of bitterness in it, but it's pretty cool. It's got a really cool can. Kent, I'm showing you live right now. It's Mount Rushmore with Abraham Lincoln, like, crushing hops with his hand which is tight so uh very good though they have a they have this i bought it for the football game on saturday we played uh the clemson tigers i don't know if you've heard of that game but uh very good beer they have that one they have a better blood orange one but unfortunately that one tasted better so i drank all those but (laughs) (laughs) highly recommend Um, by the way kent and i both um seem to have a slight cough tonight i don't know where mine just came from yeah but uh, i must have given it to you i'm sorry (laughs) we're gonna we, uh, we did kiss before this podcast, so that was a quick transmission of your disease. But anyway. So, yeah, before we get into the Clemson game, you just kind of alluded to. Yeah. Um, we've actually alluded to it a couple times. So I think we should probably hit up the uh, the old factory. The ketchup factory? Yeah. Real tomato ketchup, Patty? Oh, nothing but the best. We were back here in this ketchup factory, I guess, Wilson. Oh, I'm supposed to do the intro. Uh, hey man, we're up five against FIU. Just a real a small catch up that's live. Uh, about nine minutes to go, and uh, if we lose this game, what'd you say you wanted to happen? I don't know, man. Fire she said fire Kevin fire, Keats. Fire Keats. If we lose this game, we should just fire Keats, fire, fire Dave Doran. And fire Boo. And fire Boo. <laughs> the only only coach that we're gonna keep around is Westmore. Oh, yeah, Westmore's got to stick around. And I like the swimming, diving coaches and the bass team and the rifle coaches. Those all go hard. Don't and I guess wrestling team? as well. And wrestling, Steven. So no, maybe no, that's maybe we just uh, we just fire all the uh, revenue the, sports. Yeah, the revenue sports. Throw Elliot in there, too. Um, you had a big one you want to talk about tonight that was not Clemson, Louisville, or basketball related. What was it? Um, Disney Plus came out. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard Did you get that? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you got it for free yeah. because you have unlimited data. Yeah, that's right. It was pretty awesome. Have you watched anything on it yet? So last night, full disclaimer, tuned into it, watched the first three episodes of Boy Meets World Season 1. Uh, I saw that was on We're there. going front to back, Boy Meets World. Guess what, Kent? It's still... Holds up. It's still funny. I'll have to check that out. It's not HD. They didn't like repurpose it and and, and upvote the graphics or anything like that. But it's uh it's pretty damn funny. Like it's they're giving they give Corey like this really adult dialogue and uh, he he murders it. Shouts to uh, Ben Savage. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the episode seven of um, the Star Wars saga. Which nice. Is which seen. which one is that? It's the First of the new trilogy. Rogue One? No, that's no. not Rogue One. Uh, um, Force Awakens. Oh, that movie slaps. Yeah, there's a couple weird things that I didn't understand. Like I, 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 I only saw it in the theaters, and I haven't seen it since, so I, I don't know if I can <laughs> mansplain things to you right now. Well, I couldn't figure out how Finn, who is the Stormtrooper guy that turns to be uh-huh. a good guy, like uh-huh. how in the hell is he fighting supposed Sith Lord with a lightsaber and holding his own? Like, I didn't make any sense. Because yeah. I don't think civilians are supposed to be using lightsabers, first of all. Is that a rule in I, Jedi times? I've never seen them use one before. Um, so that was one That was one thing that was weird. And the other piece that I thought was really strange was the fact that Voldemort was like the the, the main like uh, supreme leader or whatever. And like, how does he come from Harry Potter and go to <laughs> Star Wars? And I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I thought you really confused Harry Potter and Star Wars right there. No. Like, the Supreme Leader looks just like Voldemort. And he I'm really like, does, what, what but y'all I, doing? I only know that from pictures and GIFs and videos because I've never seen a single Harry Potter in my entire life. Mm. Am I trash? Yes I, or no? I mean, I, they're good. No, yeah. I've, I've heard they are. I just yeah. haven't gotten to it. Jericho, please hit this three. All right, that's an air ball. All right, J. Cole. Oh, we got to steal, the tip back. All um, right, we'll all start right. with the play-by-play. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Super excited about that. Uh, yeah. Guys, if you're a Verizon customer on unlimited data, you get the whole year for free. So, um, shouts to my company there. We also but, have uh, some other news. We talked about, you know, um, Nick Saban going to um, to Florida State, which yeah. might be more likely now that their fans are clamoring for him to be fired. Yeah, after that LSU loss, uh, Nick Saban, uh, we've, we do have insider sources. He has replaced Deion Sanders as the head coaching <laughs> candidate for Florida State. Uh, oh, wow, dear. Nick Saban. You wouldn't think that was the move, but maybe he just wants to revive that franchise. And I mean, good for him. But Nick Saban's not going anywhere other than like a uh, analyst chair at some point. One hundred percent. There was a huge Twitter blow up about that. That someone threw out a tweet with alleged sources that they had a positive meeting and uh, contract negotiations were underway. Uh, he's not, spoiler alert for the zero Seminoles fans that listen to this podcast, he's not coming to Tallahassee. No, no. <laughs> and then, uh, and hopefully. And Neon Dean is also, uh, was a fake candidate too. They, they came out and said that that was BS. But although, as a uh, former caller of last week and I were, were talking, is uh, Brandon Crockett, he, at Brandon Crockett, he, uh, he would have been the best press conference coach in the entire history of coaches. Can you name uh, one I better? Could, I could I could see that. That okay. would be good. He would win the press conference. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. He would be solid. I can't think of anybody other than maybe like a Mike Leach that Yeah, well, Mike really Leach goes. goes hard. Or what's the uh, Oklahoma State? Mike Dundee is yeah. a good press conference guy. Yeah. And Dave Dorn's a really good one. He is, actually. He's, 
I, I think Dave does press. You think he's well. a good press conference? Guy? I mean, it's not like he's a he's not like a charisma flashy guy, but I think he I think he does fine in his press conference. I just feel like he's annoyed the entire time that he's doing it. He does look well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at what the season looks like right now. We're four and four, four and five, four one and five. four in the conference. I mean, I would be annoyed up there too if I had to answer questions about. Where the team has completely hadn't shown up for the last three weeks. <laughs> right. Next segment. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's the NFL Roundup. That yeah. sample just, it's hard. We have uh, Wolfpack players in the NFL that we kind of talk about on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, I guess the big the big one was, well, I guess there was two big news. Is Ryan Finley. Uh, Ryan Finley's first start. Woo, everybody's yeah. so hyped. Unfortunately, uh, it sucked that Jacoby was hurt because that, like, didn't let us have all the Any glory at all? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But Finley started, he had a rough game. Against the Bengals, which, I mean, Tom Brady had a rough game against – I mean, not the Bengals, yeah, the Ravens. He, he didn't play his own team. <laughs> yeah, he had a rough game against the Ravens. But, uh, yeah, pick six. Um, but, uh, I mean, the Bengals are trash. I mean – They are. And I think if you can had – Can I stop you for a second? Go Just ahead. Say the Cincinnati's – what's their team name again? The Bengals. Dude, the Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals is the, the food. Right? <laughs> no, that's – the Bengals is an 80s pop group. What is <laughs> – Oh my God! And one, uh, the Bengals. What do you call the Jacksonville NFL team? Jaguars. You say Jaguars? Yeah. God, you're trash. You why can you not name Big Cats? Is Bengals and Jaguars? I think it's Jaguars. It's not spelled like that. It's, just, it's a silent. Wire. Not a great game is what you're trying to say. He no, did have a TD. His first passing TD. And uh, also had a fumble, and he had a nice little rushing game. Uh, I think he had like five for 22, so showing his mobility there. Yeah. Look, this is his first start with a terrible offensive line. A.J. Green's out. They that, that team is going to maybe win three games this year. Yeah, they're really bad. And they're probably not banking on Ryan Finley starting next year. They're probably going to draft a quarterback. I would assume. I think they'll probably go probably offensive line. Yeah, probably. But um, – yeah, not a great look. I will sell. I will, I will say that one former Wolfpacker who continues to say that Wolfpacker thing when he's doing his intros. Uh, ooh, Manny Bates, stand up. Uh, Russell Wilson. What about that Monday Night Football game? Did you watch any of that? I did not, but I caught a lot of the recap on the next day. Nice. He bought out. Yeah. The 49ers defense had literally swallowed up everyone, and didn't they beat the Patriots? With their defense, no, only, the, the, no, thought, did it, the Ravens beat the, the Ravens Patriots. Beat the Patriots. Yeah, sorry, I don't they know what football destroyed is. the Panthers a few weeks ago. They did destroy the Panthers in San Francisco. That was probably who I was thinking of because Panthers fan now. <laughs> but um, Russell looked like the clear MVP. Lamar is probably one uh, A. He's probably one B. Russell's one A right now. It depends on the season ends up. But Lamar's changing the game. And uh, Philip. He's uh he's got some work to do with them Chargers, but uh, that was our roundup. It was, it's very specific, mostly just related to the quarterbacks. That's a three. Yeah, the uh, other Mark big up. stuff was uh, recently we got a couple of recruiting pieces of information. Oh yeah, it's Kent's recruiting corner. Uh, I like the intro music for the recruiting stuff. That's yeah, good man. Stuff. By the time by the time this season is over. 
Wait, we don't even have a season because we're the only basketball podcast probably that exists. Eh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so we'll um, we're gonna. I'm gonna have all these clips narrowed down in the right volume, so no one in their headphones or in their cars complaining about our audio quality. Okay. Anyway, let's hear your recruiting takes, buddy. Well, I mean, today uh, started the early signing period for basketball. Absolutely, saw that. A little so bit we had a couple of uh, two to three commits signed today. Mm-hmm. Um, Ebenezer Dewana, I don't know how to pronounce his no name. No one can yet. pronounce that. And then Nick Farr, Farrier, another person that I don't know how to pronounce yeah, his name it's, it's Farrar. Yeah. Um, both of those guys signed, um, from what it sounded like on some of the uh, Twitter messages that I read, um, it looks like Cam Hayes, one of the kind of our biggest recruit at this right, point right, in time, right, right. Uh, should sign tomorrow. Um, so that's good to go ahead and get those guys locked in. Um, Can I ask you a question? Sure. If they sign that, is there no going back, or can they back out? Who, the player themselves? Yes. It would be like the transfer rule. So if they sign that and they're out a year if they transfer? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it all kind of depends on like the situation and stuff, but yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Keep going. Um, the other big one is we had a football recruit. Um, for for whatever reason, um, we had a, a player by the name of Jalen Parker pick us over Colorado, Arizona State, Duke, Louisville, Mississippi State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. That's a big win. That is a big win. He's a linebacker, um, pretty good, pretty good player. Um, in the twenty four seven composites, I think he had like a eighty seven grade. Hell yeah. Um, so high three star guy. Um, the coolest thing about him was that he took a picture with Chucky for his in. Uh, his yes, I saw that. There was some Twitter conversation about that. Yeah. Why, what was the what was the Chucky bit about? that? I have no idea. No idea. No clue, man. So he has no relation to Chucky. He must really like doll. that. He must really like the uh... Child's Play goes hard. I actually watched the newest Child's Play that was uh, readapted with uh, Aubrey Plaza, <coughs> the chick from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, she was in that. Highly recommend it. It was good. Good yeah. little popcorn movie. Did we have uh, one more thing to talk about in the catch-up segment. Was it Will Wade getting trolled tonight? Uh, yeah, what happened with that? <laughs> Did you see it? Nah. Will Wade, uh, famously of LSU basketball fame uh, from VCU, um, went to VCU and lost tonight as a ranked team. Um, he had – there was about three different guys in the basically the second row of the stands. Wow. That's – Come on, Devin. That was a Devin turnover. We're up six with 223 to go. Uh, he had those guys in FBI jackets and sunglasses Jeez, with man. whistles that just kept <laughs> pointing them out. It was great. Uh, VCU, shouts to you for that, troll. Uh, but we did have one more thing to catch up on. And as What's up, fellas? It's We Hungry We Eat, walking the dark road. Today's question. Can you pick a worse year than 2005 to be a freshman at NC State in recent memory? Bill Rivers and Julius Hodge just graduated, leaving us with the likes of Marcus Stone, Jay Davis, Daniel Evans, Kevin Grant, Dennis Warner, and Javi Gonzalez. Not to mention T.O.B. and Sid Lowe. Those weren't the days. And that's why this is called Dark Mode. Till next time. Andrew, thank you, man. Can we make this a weekly segment? Because that voice changer is tight. It's almost like you went jigsaw. It's mostly jigsaw. Like I don't know if you had the jigsaw voice changer for from Saul, but that was awesome and a killer question. Uh, basically, if you couldn't understand his insane voice right there that he was hiding, 
is that uh, is there a worse time that you can remember to be enrolled at NC State than 2004, 2005 when you got – I think it was a freshman 2005. Freshman 2004, 2005. And that was uh, Dennis Horner, Javi uh, Gonzalez. No, it would say? be – it would have – no, it's you're, you're off. It's got to be 2005, 2006. Okay. 2004, well, 2004, 2005, I think, was uh, a Sweet 16 run in the NCAA tournament. So, that was good. But then after that, um, things yeah, really, well that really was, yeah that was that was Hodges last year, so I think he meant two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, and so yeah, that that did suck. You had that because if you're if you're looking even over the four years, I'd almost start it with two thousand six and not two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand six through let's just say two thousand and ten to eleven. Yeah, I mean let's just it's the low era. You, well, yeah, you got the low era in basketball, and then you have um, kind of the start of the TOB era. He did call out Marcus Stone. Yeah. He did call out Jay Davis. And then the first two years of Phil, I mean, Russell were, uh, I mean, they won like 11 games those two years. So right. I mean, but do, do you remember, all right, so those years suck. So I started at State in 2002 as a sophomore, not to brag, but it still took me five years to graduate. How does that, does that math work out? Yeah. But um, we were there for that. And the only things I can remember from those football seasons were the big wins. So, yeah. was it Jay Davis winning, beating Florida State? That was Daniel Evans. Was that the same time frame? Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit later. It would have been like 2007. So, yeah. right around the time I graduated. Yeah. So, it would have been like, because uh, he'd be um, both Florida State and BC. Right. Yes, I remember that. In a similar kind of situation. Yep. Kind of last minute deal, yeah. uh, but do you can we equate Marcus Stone to? We can't mark. We can't make Marcus Stone Devin Leary because Marcus Stone had the hype of Devin Leary. Can you at least agree with me on that? Um, I don't know. I don't do. When I was in school, was like Marcus a, Stone was like, oh, wait till Stone gets the snaps. He's gonna be the god. Yeah, he was Not like the a god, dual threat guy, Devin though. Leary, but the god. Yeah, he was a dual threat guy. It was a little bit different, but I would say he'd have more of the. Like if I was gonna compare Marcus Stone to one of our quarterbacks who we thought was gonna be good in recent memory, I'd go Jalen McClendon. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. Very good comparison. <laughs> but, Did you have some years that were? That well, were like I said, I would I would have started a year later, but then I'd also um, just the go, low years in basketball, and that coincided well, with the late Chuck Amato years. Yeah, but that's not as bad as it was in like my middle school years, which would have been like. It would have been Les Robinson in the beginning of Herb Sendak. <laughs> yes. Tied, oh, that, you honestly took my answer. I've got another one. Tied go with uh, Mike O'Kane on the football mm-hmm, field. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really, really, really bad. There was a stretch of football games that uh, I think Mike O'Kane won three games uh, two years in a row, which is just, gosh, that's awful. Three ACC games? No, three games. <laughs> I'm kidding. Three games. <laughs> just games, period. Yes. Um, from the basketball side, I've got an answer that's better. Um, honestly, my biggest low point of NC State's career was like starting at like the 1930 to 1940 season. I mean, we we were in the Southern Conference. It wasn't the ACC back then, so I don't know that Andrew's going to count this. But y'all remember these days? Like we went eight and eleven, six and nine. 15 and 7, a little highlight year, 7 and 9, 5 and 13, 10 and 11, and 6 and 12. I mean, do y'all remember when there's not even a roster for this? I thought there's going to be a roster where I could have a bid, but there isn't one. 
the roster doesn't exist, but <clears throat> we had a lot of highly recruited. Their rivals five stars back in the 40s right there, and they just didn't produce. You're an idiot. That was back when we were playing not so many games, but maybe just a longer season. The 46-47 when we finally started playing 31 games a year and uh, started getting good. Yeah. So that, that was my answer to you, Andrew. But, yeah. Yeah, appreciate the question. That was a good one. We were definitely there for the good and the bad years. Um, Kent and I were both in school. We went to the Gator Bowl with Phillip and enjoyed the Hodge highlight of Sweet 16 and losing the ACC Tournament Championship at Duke. Yeah. We and, also, uh, like, I think he was on the team that blew, like, a huge lead to Maryland. In the- also, that Maryland game will, uh. will never, ever escape my memories, but – that was a catch. I was like, we greatly appreciate the voicemail. Mm. Keep them coming, and we freaking love dark mode. Yeah. All right, so I guess it's time to talk about Clemson. We have to? Yeah. We I have mean, to. just for a second. I mean, it is what it is at this point. We got more thoughts. This is uh, Austin. Everyone loved him last week. Here he is again. I don't know if you've ever seen Rocky Four, but uh, Clemson came into that game like Yvonne Drago. They were big fast, strong. They didn't really do much talking. They came in, and whenever Dabo stared us down across the sideline, he was basically saying, I'm here to break you. You're you're going to die tonight. <laughs> and we came out like Apollo Creed. The entrance was great. Everybody's dancing, living in America. And uh, about halfway through the first quarter, I think I saw... Apollo's old trainer, can't think of his name, but somebody needs to throw the damn towel because we absolutely died out there. At one point, I think we had to bring the beer salesman down to play free safety on a third and ten at, at some point. I mean, we, we don't have any players left. All right, I had to cut it short. Austin, we love you, but uh, you're fine. Austin doesn't keep it uh, high and tight or uh, tight and tactical at all. He, uh, he sends us like five to six minute rants, and we have to just chop it up because we love you, man, but we just can't play your whole rant on the podcast. Like, there are other people and there are other takes that we have to get. <laughs> but uh, we love you for contributing and uh, g- great reference to uh, Rocky Four. And uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, he hit the nail right on the head with that comparison. Everything, I mean. Put your hand off your head. It is what it is, man. It's, uh, I mean, it is what everybody expected, right? It is. That's why I think you and I have talked a lot recently on the fact that we got blown out by, and they cover the spread, and Vegas knew what they were doing, as they always do, Mm -hmm. and except for this NC State basketball game. Yeah. But uh, we won. Take that W2 and one. We got blown out, which is what was expected. Was it disappointing? I mean, yeah, every loss is disappointing. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that, but it's just, it's just, it's just mind-boggling to me how literally we go the whole week and everybody's tampering their expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, we don't have a chance. Blah 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 blah. We're cool with it, and then it happens, and then we're pissed off yeah, because it happened. And then we're in the nuclear fallout shelter, like, yeah. dude, the whole season is done. Yeah, because what we expected. The one of the top two teams in the nation doesn't matter if we're at home or not. We don't that home field advantage doesn't matter at well, this point. Yeah, I mean they've literally done that to every other team that they've played since Carolina. Yeah, I mean they just beat uh, who uh, Louisville like forty five to ten. I mean it's basically the same thing as what they did to us. Yeah, I mean 
And we gifted them like four four freaking fumbles. We did. It was I mean, unbelievable. This is us. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can't turn the ball over against Clemson. Not at all. We, yeah, uh, we can't turn the ball over against like Western Carolina if we played them right now. But <laughs> no, we can't turn the ball over pretty much anybody right now. But um, the biggest thing that I'm asking you is, would you like blame it on like Clemson using the laptop to steal our plays again? Like is it that that's uh, I feel like maybe Dabo railed us because of that still. Like is he no, still mad about that? I don't think he gives a shit about that. I think he's I think he thinks I think he's, he's trying to make a little ant that he crushes. Well, I think he I, I think he's also trying to make a bit of a statement to the CFP. We said that last week. I mean, they get Everybody ready. said that. I yeah, mean, it's they, a, they get, yeah, we stole that take, I'm sure, but yeah. uh, they but they're they need, good. They need to be man. Yes, they're good. Yes. FYI, they're they good. can play defense. They can. They can run the football. I saw a lot of hate on uh, – I did try to go on some Clemson forums post this game, and I'm hearing them complain about <laughs> their second string defense that was out there. <laughs> I wish we could complain about our second string defense. That well, would be great. We are. We, we've literally, I mean, we, we are, are a second string defense. We are complaining about our second string I'm defense. I'm not complaining. I expect that. It's a second string defense. I mean, you started three freshmen – at linebacker, yeah, against against uh, Clemson, yeah, unbelievable, right? I think uh, you had a good point that <laughs> on the bullet point in our note is that you said Clemson is good, comma State is not. Nah, we're not. <laughs> uh, we we don't even sniff good right now. I uh, I made a point that was uh, everybody's dream. In this football era that we're in right now, is Nick Saban retires after his 98th national championship this year? I have no idea what it is, but seventh maybe. But um, and Dabo realizes that he's got that job on lock and moves on. But here's the thing, buddy: even if he does, we're not poised to step up to Clemson's replacement. Do you agree with that at all? Like, overall football perspective going for the next three years? Uh, no. Nah. Like, thank you. But, I mean, I, I don't think – But everybody I says, think, oh, when when Dabo moves on, and he will, to Alabama, not, that's not me saying – that's, that's the internets. Yeah, but I think Clemson's set themselves up where they can go hire anybody they want to hire. Absolutely. I mean, they, they have the cash – they have the facility. They mm-hmm. now have two national championships in the last three years. Mm-hmm. If if Dabo left tomorrow, they'd have Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they would be just fine. They could attract anybody they wanted to to coach that football team. Agreed. Hell, they could even get Nick Saban out of the. I'm just kidding. Could they just trade? Could they just trade football facilities? Saban goes to Clemson. Dabo goes to Bama. Yeah, I just don't. I don't agree. We had nine freshmen start that football game. Nine freshmen, and we are the number one out of all Power Five teams in the number of freshmen or the number of people that we have started this year. We have started forty-five different players this year. In out of all power five, how teams. many scholarships do you give? I don't know how many. No one can look that up. But how many scholarships can I don't you get? I have a clue. I mean, they usually sign like 
20 to 25 person classes in football each year. There's obviously some attrition that goes along with that. I know they don't have 100 people on scholarship. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, um, my question to you was, uh, oh, I was going to give you a quick tailgate review. It was cold. <laughs> yeah. It was very it could be cold. cold this week. You were at an engagement party, which uh, James will get into you in just a quick second. But uh, it was very cold, but a good tailgate. Uh, tons of people out. I think you always make that point that the night tailgates are always trump the, the afternoon or even noon kickoffs. So uh, bounced around to a lot of those. Had a, had a great time. Was excited about the game. And then, you know, we what we expected happened. Um, my question to you is that um, we complain about, and everyone complains about, it's people leaving at half, leaving in third quarter, students not coming back. Am I trash for leaving at halftime on Saturday? Because I did. Uh, I don't. I mean, what was it? Forty-five to nothing at half. Forty-two to nothing at halftime. I, it was I can't, thirty degrees outside. Yeah, I can't look that up, but it was it was super cold, and I. State had like negative five yards of offense. No, I'm just, they probably had a little bit more than negative five yards of offense. But I mean, I can't, I can't fault you too bad. Everybody else did. I mean, if you were like, if if the stand stayed somewhat full, that would have been one thing. But it did not. It looked bad on TV. It looked good early on. It really did. No, it was it was live in there for sure. And then it uh, and then we, that the wind went the out of those cells, yeah, real fast. Yeah, it was a uh, very Wake Forest like. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is kind of a common theme with this team is that we're we're getting behind early and then we're forcing our you know freshman quarterback who's fresh off of his second start. He's trying to do too many things. Wake Forest and, and Clemson, and this guy's. Can we just do a quick Devin Leary bit here? Sure. It's Devin Leary time. <clears throat> we just spoke with him a little. Spoke about him a little bit. Uh, what were his in-game stats? This is the god, G-A-W-D, Devin Leary. Tell me about it, Kent. Well, the the big thing that these stats that I'm about to tell you wouldn't show is kind of the fumble stuff. Uh, yeah, we not ideal. A bit of a fumble problem. But mm-hmm. overall, Leary was 14 of 29 for okay. 166 okay. yards passing. 49-ish percent. And uh, 12 QBR. Okay, that's – was 168 perfect. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, so twelve is less than that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, again, you're playing the defending national champion. Uh huh. Um, and I and I've been doing this just for fun and shits and giggles because, like I said, Devin Leary scored or uh, threw for 166 uh, yards against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, you do realize that my man Sammy freaking football over in Chapel Hill, and they're 20, you know, they're near win. Near win, yeah, we remember. Uh, Leary threw for more yards against Clemson. Really? Yeah. Do you have a lot of rushing yards? Uh, nah. He hit a couple of deep balls, and that was it. Huh. And still, Leary threw for more yards. So, I mean, I think we're still kind of like, uh, I mean, perspective is perspective, but Leary obviously didn't play well. But, um, I think it's interesting how the competitiveness of uh, Carolina's games right now um, have really thrusted 
Sam Howell. I mean, Sam Howell's played a lot better over the last like four weeks. One hundred percent in regards to like throwing balls. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we kind of look back, and you're like, "This is Devin Leary's second start." Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I think we were at Sam's fourth. Right. You know. So I mean, I think that progress is to be expected. Yeah. And it can't be done when you're down so many players. Well, I don't know that I, I don't actually agree with that. I don't think it can be done when you're down twenty eight points in the first quarter though. No. The the halftime or the early leads one hundred percent don't help. But the injuries add to that and it's tough to see Devin Leary play in a situation where we're expecting him to be our savior and all the chips are against him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that from an offensive standpoint. I think obviously the offensive line's banged up, right? Offensive line's banged up, but nobody um, else no, other than Ricky Person. No Ricky somebody. Person. We're, the running game hasn't basically existed. Uh, Bam Knight had more yards than Travis Etienne last week. Other than that, I don't. Which look is at, first time he's been healthy in like four weeks. That's true. But um, our run defense is the only thing we can kind of hang our hat on anyway as a tradition with NC State the well, past couple of years. That but, and, well, the other piece with Clemson and the except yardage. Except for the Well, their thing with Clemson's yardage is a little bit skewed in the fact that turnovers. they got the turnovers. So yeah. we had they had short, short fields. fields. Right. Yeah. Jinx. Buy me a coat. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just uh, I just love this Hell, football Bam team. Should, and, Bam should have ran for 180 yards if he hadn't had that one call back for yeah. a whole. I understand. So, yeah, Clemson game. Hashtag as expected. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, I I did pick a win, so I'm I was I was a little pissed. You did. Uh, this was about three weeks out that Kent is on a, a text thread of ours and on this podcast. I know you guys have been listening, so you know his dumbass has been talking about it. Yeah, but I did say like I did preface this last week after the Wake Forest game that um, my confidence in that original thought was shot after I watched that game, but. I went ahead and rolled with it in my prediction for the official uh, score prediction, but who cares? The other thing that was kind of funny is uh, before we move on from Clemson, I started getting text messages from East Carolina fans again. Okay, uh, Holton uh, Howell. Yeah, he's uh, Holton Aylers. He's like, how about Holton uh, four string quarterback at NC State? Ha ha ha! <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're not you're missing the point of the whole conversation. If we started the season again right now, Holton. Still would have been four string. I don't. I mean, it's like a Matt McKay is gonna. I mean, Holton is the starter at ECU because he started there last year, right? You know, um, Matt McKay would have. I mean, he wouldn't have played last year because Ryan Finley is a that is NFL correct. quarterback. That is correct. So he would have sat just like that. We don't have to get into it all, but not a great I just NFL quarterback. Was, but I just thought it was funny because uh, you're literally. I, I guess maybe you're the best three and seven team in the American Conference, and you're talking shit about. Look, you know your boy. Oh man, that one really. This got guy, I'm up, pointing dude. at myself. Self high five, RVD <laughs> thumbs at myself right now. Uh, hype this dude up and. Honestly, he's not quite as far as I expected. But he played. I mean, he had a great great game game against SMU. He had a great game against SMU. But But they played. I watched a little bit of the game because I was in Greenville. I mean, I was in the beach, and that's what they watch over there is that East Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, literally nobody plays defense, and the receivers just get behind the corners, and they just throw deep balls all the time. Yeah, it's all post 
all day with them. I think the 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 uh, I know this is a little bit different defense that that we have currently right now, but Holton he goes and scores fifty some odd. He scored a hundred points against ranked football teams. He did in the last two weeks, and he yeah, could not score a touchdown against NC State. <laughs> so what does that tell you? I don't. I don't know. I no don't one know. knows. Uh, it tells have, you. It, I think it tells you what what could have been. Honestly, from a from a defensive standpoint, if if our corners aren't hurt, if our yeah, if they played us six games in, could they drop fifty on us? Probably. Who? ECU? From, oh yeah. No. One hundred percent. Well, you saying like right now with our injuries? Yeah. Maybe I. St- I mean, with the injuries potentially, but like if if all things being equal, I don't think they're they're dropping that on us. Holton was doing the same stuff he was doing last year. He was throwing seventy five times and throwing the ball four hundred yards. That's no different. We're but moving on. Let's from get out of ECU, but we're, we're moving on to ECU and from Clemson. He has a very weird aversion to talk ECU. It just really worked me up whenever I started <laughs> texting. Like you literally lost to us the same score that 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 Clemson's beating us right now. And you're texting, talking shit to me. I appreciate that. We oh, do have uh, another voicemail from a first timer, uh, one of our favorite followers. Coming up. Hey guys, James. Gotta say this, I think we left Ken off the hook for calling his shot against Clemson. The upset, (laughs) NC State was going to beat Clemson. And then going to an engagement party and not even showing up to the game, that's weak. Anyway, I gotta ask this, if NC State loses out, which is possible, what changes do you see them making? He's supposed to say, I'll hang up and listen. Uh, James, thank you for the voicemail, brother. Uh, Kenny, I'll throw this to you, man, because uh, we were talking about this. We listened to this voicemail before the pod, and you had some hot takes. <laughs> what do you think? So we lose out. So we lose to Louisville, we lose to Georgia Tech because we had a short week. And then we finally lose to Mac, um, as Austin said, liver spotted brown. Uh, we did not include that in the voicemails this week. But uh, what, what are your thoughts there? So that's a four and do the math, eight season. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I would hope that we make some coordinator changes if that's the case. Who's your – all right, so look, gun to your head, you have an offensive coordinator – or, I'm sorry, two in your hand, if you can fit that in your hand, and a defensive coordinator in your hand, and you can throw one of those in the fucking trash can. Which one is it going to be? I would probably, at this point in time, I would throw the co-offensive coordinators out. Okay. My answer differs. I would take, even though I'm not a fan of what the co-OCs are doing right now, I'm I'm a bigger non-fan of what Huxwell's doing right now. And I know you're going to say injuries. And I know everyone's going to say injuries. But I've dealt with this shit for too long. And I've got a choice. And I've got this opportunity to throw it in the trash. And I'm going to... I'm gonna do that. So, but there's no Dave Dorn fire him coming, James. If that's what you're thinking, and you're wrong, I don't know, man. If if they're four and seven, or is it four, seven, four, four and eight? eight? Okay, yeah. yeah. If they're four and eight, I don't, I, I I don't know what happens. I I I don't think they're gonna be four and eight ultimately. Um, they won't be. But uh, yeah, I think it could be dicey. The only reason that I would say. Uh, we would keep um, keep Hawks over the co OCs is um, like 
at least we know what we have with, with Huxtable at this point, and we have no clue what we have with the co-OCs. I don't think... I think we know what we have with both. How do you know what we have with the co-OCs? I, I mean, they literally have zero quarterback play all year. And are are, you are we sure we're going to have that next year, though? Like No, we don't know that we're going to No, gonna have that's it. what I'm saying. So why not bring someone that is established and, and we don't have to... If there's any clashing of brains or minds, we don't have to deal with that. Just bring someone that is established. Even though I don't think that's the defensive <laughs> coordinator. But uh, I, I'd argue for the defensive coordinator. I'd, uh, I, the I, defense think can, I think we can just get Brett Venables from Clemson. No, uh, just, pay him, just pay him $12 million dollars a year. Just, get, just throw, I'd argue, throw him the entire <laughs> safe. I'm going to argue that even in these last like three games, it's not the defensive's fault. Maybe the BC game, I'll give you that one. The BC game was 100% the defense. The Wake and the Clemson game is not on the defense. You're saying just because we can't score the ball? I mean, shit, we gave them the ball. We literally turned the ball over two out of the first three possessions versus Wake, and they scored touchdowns. We're down 21 nothing. They got the ball on the the one. Is that the OC's fault, though? No, it's not the OC. Well, one of them was on the OC. I mean, it's not necessarily on the OC. It's on the quarterbacks not being ready to play. They're not, but what can we do at this point? To remedy that, I mean, we've we've gone through this turn and burn with these quarterbacks this entire year and wasted a season, to be honest. But we're not a negative podcast, so we'll try to be more positive. But I mean, what do you what do you want us to do? You, I, I mean, I, I'm not a coach. I don't know. You're not. You're not. I mean, I, these guys are getting paid a lot of money to figure that out. Unfortunately, they have not done that this year. I can guarantee you, James would say. Huxable though, I think he's been a fire Hux guy since like the day I've met him. And that was like four years ago. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as I'm not as down on Huxable as everybody else is. I know you've got well, you got a Dave Huxable T-shirt on. Yeah, so. it's got his it's got his face with the beard on it. And I think <laughs> I, honestly, he does I have think, a great beard. I think part of the reason <laughs> this is probably completely uh, not a good reason to like Huxable is he's really likable on the Wolfpack One show. He is very like I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. He's like show. a he seems like a cool dude to hang out with. Absolutely. I would drink. It's him. not a good reason to keep somebody around, but Oh, uh, is it I mean, we might as well for this podcast. I'd I'd rather drink beer <coughs> with him than the co OCs. Um but we'll move on. Appreciate the voicemail, James. So we've got a one more thing to talk about football related, and that is uh we have a football game on Saturday night. And uh yet another night game like we talked about earlier, Kent, seven thirty kick. Uh, my question to you is, are you effing going? As of right now, yes. All right, cool, cool, cool. I missed you last game. I was trying to hit, I walked by your tailgate spot, and it was kind of barren. Yeah, it didn't sound like Tumbleweeds. They had chili. They had a chili tailgate. Yeah, it could I like half time. No one's there. Um, are you going, I guess? 100% I'm going. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've got it worked out, I think, where I'll be able to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're currently watching Forrest Grump. Gump? Grump? Forrest Grump, where uh, he and Jenny are having motions in the bed right now. Um, I cannot wait for that game because uh, it'll probably be the last game I go to this year. I cannot go to the Carolina game. I can never go to the Carolina game because it's on Black Friday weekend and your boy has to work all the time. So, last game we'll go to, it's a night game. We know we're popping off. Truly's over there. <coughs> This is Truly. It's spiked sparkling water with 5% alcohol. Simple, refreshing, only 100 calories, ensure to result in stadium puke for college football everywhere. It's sparkling water, but way more fun. 
Perfect for those who don't want to remember game day. Truly. Truly refreshing. Sold wherever white girls and Carter family can be found. And now, back to the show. Oh, that's a Bud Light because there are no more craft beers left in this uh, no truly fire either, nice huh? pack pie. Uh, also out of Truly's. Truly, uh, send us another 108 beers or sparkling seltzers, if you would. But um, or some Dr. Peppers. Or some Dr. Peppers. So Louisville, uh, Dorn is three and two against them in his career, which is you know a, a great winning record. He doesn't have a, that a lot versus certain teams. They did beat Wake Forest. Who we, uh, if you'll remember, we we lost to uh, at Wake, and uh, they did beat Virginia. So uh, they, they've had a couple questionable losses, but um, they just got boat raced by Miami. They did. Uh, Miami's kind of coming into form, though. They they had a little. They had a freshman quarterback who they started from day one, and mm-hmm. it's finally rounding in the form that, that that dropped like forty nine on them, maybe forty one. No, no way to look that 52. up. Fifty two. No way to look that up, and. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Like we've this, I've told you, and I've we've got a voicemail. Have we played that one yet? That that uh, said basically. Oh, that was Austin saying that they basically this is a must-win game. I yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd agree. Switch roles and we're Rocky Balboa now. And yeah, I'd agree. I I, I think I I put in that the the biggest game of the season is Saturday night. It's us at home. It's a night game. The crowd has to show up. I will not leave at halftime if we are not down by more than 17 points. So you'll have my ass in the seat. Yeah, I think the big thing with this game is that we've got to – so I, I think that we went to uh, Florida State and their defense was playing like trash uh-huh. and our offense played like trash. Uh-huh. We went to Boston College who's been giving up points like crazy and we couldn't score points. We went to uh-huh. Wake. Their defense is trash. Uh-huh. We couldn't score points. It's all a theme. And now Louisville's defense is trash. Mm-hmm. So is this the time that our offense actually scores points? And I actually think it might be. I think it will be too. Um, I got a weird feeling about this game. Uh, I, we're undefeated in games that I've attended this year. So I, that's the one thing that I've tried well, to hold back on. Yeah, that's the only that. reason that I think we have a chance. Because every game that you've gone to, we've won. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to see if I want to go or not. I haven't really made up my mind on that one yet. No, we're going to need your ass in the seats. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to see you at the handicap section to root on these boys. But yeah. I'm thinking about going to Georgia Tech, but I haven't completely made up my mind on that one yet. I guess it'll depend on what happens at Louisville. Yeah, if we win, you're going to go to Georgia Tech. If we lose, there's no point in going. But um, the biggest thing about... This game is their alumni. <laughs> what they have, Jack. Jack, who like, like nobody. Yeah, uh, we try to do an alumni segment about this, and just like Clemson, their alumni suck. They pretty much have nobody that's worth a mention. So we'll move on to the alumni. Um, what are your thoughts as far as gameplay things? Because I am not a football analyst and you are. So what, what not much that? of one either. But I mean, their offense, like we we kind of alluded. They to, still have Juwan Pass. He's not playing. Okay. Uh, that is not that's not they, who they use. Uh, I think his name is uh, Cunningham. His last. Oh, name they do have Cunningham now. Yeah, yeah. Kate Cunningham. Um, yeah, he can throw. What? Well, no, nah, I think it's Malik or something like that. Okay. Um, he can throw and he can run the football. Um. They also have um, some really good wide receivers, skill mm-hmm. positions. They tend They're to. supposed to be really fast. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they'll present quite a challenge for our defense, um, honestly. Um, we get McLeod back this week? I, he was not on the depth chart. He played against Clemson, which is something we didn't talk about, but I don't know what the hell they were doing with that. Um, he played, I think, 30 snaps against Clemson, and but he was not on the depth chart this week. Yeah, because I, I don't know. The rumor was originally that they were going to try to only let him play three more games when he came back. Right. So why would you play him at Clemson instead of playing him Louisville, Make Georgia Tech, and <laughs> Carolina? I really don't know. And if you're going to hold him out against anybody, why would you not hold him out against Georgia Tech, who – has a bunch of running backs trying to play quarterback. It right. doesn't make any sense. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I'll be interested to see what happens with him. Um, but, yeah, we we will have uh, quite a test from their skill positions. They're, they've got a rush, uh, running back that's nearly got 1,000 yards or should break 1,000 yards rushing Already. Yep. Um, at our game. Um, they're scoring 32 points a game, but they're giving up 34. So, I mean, that's the, the bright spot there. I think we're there. scoring 23, giving up 28. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was not off the note. That was off a little research earlier. Yeah. They're, uh, they're pretty balanced, too, offensively, where they're rushing for about the same amount of yards as they're passing for. Um, so, I mean, all in all, it's just, it's just wild, man. It's just wild. When we look at our splits on that even, it's like, why can we not run the football consistently? That has been my biggest blunder the entire season. I just do not get I mean, I guess it's everybody game. putting eight men in a box and making the quarterback try to beat them. But like, man, there's on, plenty man. of teams that still do that that could run the damn ball. <laughs> I mean, hell, Boston College had uh, their quarterback completed six passes versus us, and they scored or rushed for four. That's kind of where I was referencing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, what's your uh, what's your prediction? You better take your ass out there, by the way. Well, the other thing we we should talk to about before we get to the prediction, I mean, is uh, what what are your thoughts on Dwayne Ledford? I miss him. Yeah. So yeah, Ledford. What's your thoughts? Why couldn't we pay his ass? I don't know if it's all about that. <laughs> he got promoted to go to Louisville. He did. He did. And I think and we weren't going to promote him to the same role when Drink was the OC, right? Right. And then Drink gets the App State job, I think, after he had already left. But he also was the offensive line coach for Satterfield mm-hmm. um, at App prior right. to um, coming over to State to fill that same role. But... Uh, he seems to be doing a pretty good job as an OC. Yeah, pretty good job. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that was one thing, you know, speaking of Ledford, he was kind of our run game coordinator. He was. Um, too, and, and I think we've kind of gotten away from some of the stretch runs that they were doing. What are stretch runs? <laughs> just cut that one. <laughs> I don't want to explain that, so go ahead and just No, I know that. where stretch runs are. Uh, we're not cutting anything. I'm just saying we haven't seen them. Uh, we saw some um, finally come back into the offense on Saturday night. Yeah, they worked. Yeah, for a 50-yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said they worked. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was interesting to uh, to see how successful he's been. I don't know if it's all on him or, I mean, Satterfield's an offensive guy as well. Absolutely. Um, so I'm sure that he has a lot to do with the offense, but uh, kudos to Ledford for – 
his uh yeah man big ups man we miss you i know you're listening to this so uh come on back man we'll throw you like a i can get you like a popeye's chicken sandwich and that's about all i got for you to come back have you had one of those yet by the way i have not god i hope they're good because i've heard so much hype about them i gotta get one soon so prediction i guess we'll get to that now Yeah, yeah yeah prediction What you got, man? I think we score points this week. I think they score. God, points. I hope we score points. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit twenty for the first time in ages. Mm. Um, That'd be nice. Probably since the probably since the last time Matt McKay started. Um, <laughs> right, big Matt McKay podcast uh, over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the same score that I had last week. Ooh. no, actually I'm no, gonna you're change not. it. No, you're I'm not. gonna go twenty seven. To twenty one, the Wolf Pack, and yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Actually, let me change that. All right. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's see. What would be fourteen plus uh, nine? That would be twenty three, Kenneth. Let's do twenty three, twenty one. Two touchdowns and three Chris Dunn field goals. Chris Dunn. He's the kicker. No, nominated for what? Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the kicker awards. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what the name of it was. Ray Guy? Wait, no, no that was that was Shit. Neil. But that he's good, good, too, yeah. But he's good, too. We got our special teams. We have zero problems. Uh, I'm going... Oh, other than uh, trying to field punts. Yeah, yeah, uh, Lassane. Yeah. Oh, I won't... Was go. it? No, it was Hines. It was Tabari Hines. Oh, it's always Lassane in my book. It's it's always well, That was just because of the one kickoff return. No, Lassane's had two fumbles. Uh, uh, I'm going to go... 31, Louisville. Goodness gracious, that means we lose then. 24, Wolfpack. I can see that. 23-24. I think, uh, yeah, I can see that. And I finally... Hope, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I won't be. And finally, let's get on to our last subject of the night. I feel like this is not going to be loud enough in the podcast. Let's find us. It's our basketball recap. Let's go. Uh, a, a season that we have actually some positivity towards. Yeah. Almost lost that. it tonight, but uh, we nah. ended up pulling it out. Uh, got that nine point win. Got that nine point win. Favored by 16 and a half. So uh, shouts to the FIU backers that won some money on that game. But uh, yeah, it's basketball season. Uh, we've talked last week is that we're uh, way more, uh, or at least I am, is a, a way more basketball-oriented guy than, than football. But um, got an L. Yeah. We talked about that last week. But we, we got an L. Got two but look, now. we're back. We're 2-1. and one. Sunday had a great win against the Detroit Mercy. And um, that, was a, that, was a, that was a hard-fought win when it – Really shouldn't have been. We, they they kept it tight during the first half, and uh, we finally stretched it out during the second. Well, half. Well, Mike Davis's kid was pretty good. Mike Davis's kid was straight up balling. Yeah, he, I mean, he was basically like Steph Curry. We had uh, an actual Steph Curry that was Braxton Beverly that finally found a shot. He finds his shot every, you know, I think he hit six threes. If that's not that he did saying. career high twenty four points. Brax carried us for sure. Uh, did not have DJ Funderburk for that game, but. Overall, a great performance in the second half. I never, 
I never thought when I saw the schedule for Detroit Mercy that we would have uh, we'd be playing against a coach that took a team to the national championship game. That he did. That Boy, he did. did he fall down pretty hard. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, gracious. there's a uh, precipitous fall there. But um, hmm. Bates looked good. Had Bates uh, came into this game we just watched tonight, second in the nation in block. I'm sorry, third in the nation in blocks, and had a couple or maybe three blocks in that game, and a couple that turned into alley oops and. We, we kind of missed that last year is, is having that. I mean, we definitely missed having a 6'11 prevent, like presence. I mean, we had DJ, but having the one that we can rotate out when DJ gets four fouls in the first six minutes is very, very useful. Um, I think Keats is using him in a very sparing way, too. Is I, I think he's kind of handling the kids' gloves as far as thinking he's going to get into foul trouble like DJ does, and he did tonight towards the end of the second half. He had a couple of bad back-to-back fouls. but um, <coughs> he, was, he had some big uh, kind of sw- switching gears back to this game. He also had some big uh, offensive plays, which he was struggling early on in offense. But he had, he had some big putbacks and uh, layups in the end of the second half of this game against FIU. Absolutely. Uh, he's young, man. He, he's going to come around. I trust in Keats's coaching. We don't have a uh, we don't have a big of a coaching tree to worry about as we do in football when it comes to basketball. But um, good team win on Sunday, as generic as that can be. But they took care of business when they took when they should have taken care of business. But we got to get can to I, our. Wait a minute, can I steal one of your bits? Yeah, what's the bit? Well, we didn't have any good alumni for Clemson or Louisville. So Both I, schools have terrible alumni. No famous TV, movie, or musical artist. What so you got? I, Detroit Mercy and FIU had some uh, one interesting person per, per, per school, so I got one of each. All right, hang on. This is your new alumni segment. Kent's alumni segment. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with Detroit Mercy, who we played on Sunday night and got or Sunday afternoon and got the big win, um, huge win. Elmore Leonard, do you know who? Elmore, uh, Leonard, Elmore is? Leonard wrote, uh, got a lot of uh, like uh, crime novels. Uh, contributed to Justified. Justified, yes. Justified, one of my, I'd say, all time top ten TV shows of all time. Okay, Get Shorty. Get Shorty as well. I've Have you ever heard of seen uh, that once? Rum Punch. I have heard of Rum Punch. Which was the book that Quentin Tarantino made into Jackie Brown. Yes, yes. That was him? Mm-hmm. He's got a... He's from the Detroit Mercy? Detroit Mercy. He's got a hell of a catalog of books. To be honest yeah. No, no, no. I think you've told, I think you tried me to put me on those from yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I used to be a pretty big fan. So then FIU, uh, Andy Garcia. Really? Yeah. Noted uh, Donnie Brasco guy? Godfather 3. No one knows. No one. No one talks about Godfather Three. Uh huh. Uh, he was in something else too that I was trying to remember, but I can't. No, nah, he's good. been a lot of. He's been in another uh, pretty noted mod movie, but um, we're just watching Lieutenant Dan on Farts Gum take else. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So that was the alumni this time. It was. It's kind of cool to see some of these little schools have better alumni than Clemson. The biggest uh, lift we had tonight with FIU was our latest segment, and we're going to get out of here pretty soon. It's uh, our boy Andre, or Pat Three Stacks Andre. Oh, yeah. It's Andre Three Stacks Pat 
three sacks. Andre had a hell of a game tonight. Kent, tell me about his game. This is a weekly segment because he's balling. Yeah, so he came in. He didn't start the night. And he, he came in probably with like, I don't know, we're probably down like seven-ish. Yeah, seven to eight. Yeah, comes in and hits like four threes and – I don't know, less than five minutes of game time. Yeah, a little uh, hot off the bench. Yeah, yeah, he ended up going only four of seven shooting. But those four were huge, and they really sparked the run that um, got the pack back in it, got a nice lead, um, kind of went back and forth for a while before this pack ultimately ended. But they had a pretty good game overall. They had six guys in double figures with uh, led led by C.J. Bryce. who What C.J. have? He had 16. Averaging um, twenty one for the year before that, so yeah, bringing so, about nineteen. Yeah, I mean he's he's played he's played pretty exceptional. Um, Markel had ten, so it's good to see him score it a little bit. Still, mm-hmm. still struggled still rusty. mightily with his shot. It was only three still, for fourteen. Yeah, when you're missing eleven Ugh. shots, you know we gotta get you back in there. The Markel the snack. You can only refer to him as the snack. By my the way. bad, my <laughs> bad. Uh, Braxton came back to earth a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. In this game, he was, didn't hit a three, actually. He was 0 for 6? <laughs> 0 for 4. Okay. Yeah. And then, the I mean, there was a couple of things that were good. DJ was back, too. DJ back. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. Woo-hoo. yeah, he had a, I mean, he had a decent game, too. 11.7 boards. Um, one of the things of concern, I would say, is um, the transition defense was a little bit of a concern. Yeah, the FIU played a little bit of Keats ball, and that's not because they have a coaching staff that can actually plan to play Keats ball against Keats ball, but they're uh, they're a heavy press. They were at least they were a heavy pressing team and uh, relied on transition buckets and uh, pretty much a full court press. And it shot fifty one percent from the yeah. field. That's not good. It, it shook. You can't us. let teams like FIU shoot fifty percent from the field. No, I mean this is kind of been Kevin Keats' mo so far. But go ahead. Uh, we missed free throws pretty bad too. That we did. We uh, started the season out very strong. We finished with uh, what? How many did we miss tonight? Ten. That's uh, Kent. Yeah, ten. Off. Eighteen to twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, even I mean, don't want to miss ten free throws against FIU. Well, Thunderbird shot like eighty percent from the free throw line last year, and he was seven of twelve. He hasn't played a game yet, so let's yeah, just give him that break. But I'm sure he's been practicing free throws. I'm guessing he has. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure Keats puts in free throw practice yeah. in there. So really, the the whole free throw um, uh, numbers really are, are kind of bogged down by his and and Braxton's poor shooting as well. He was three of five, which is I think he missed two in a row at one point towards the end of the game. In the yeah. last ten minutes of the second half, so we're still at tune up season. Yeah, S Z N. Um, Kenny, is there anything you want to hit up for the rest of the night? Did you have a Disney, another Disney bit that you wanted to do? Um, you, did you watch the Mandalorian? No, I watched like just the first like two minutes of it just to see how it started. I might watch that in the morning. Yeah, I'm interested in it. I want to watch it now that I have it. Um, I'm pretty pumped. I was looking through. They have all the Mighty Ducks movies on there. So I was, what? Yeah, Sandlot's on there. Even D three. Uh huh. There's even like an animated uh, Mighty Ducks thing. Really? Yeah. I was pretty pumped. Man, you're I, pumping me I up. I don't know why I searched for Mighty Ducks, but it was on there. The other thing, that I saw Rookie of the Year was on there. Oh, hell yeah. Sa- uh, yo, you already said Sandlot's on there. Yeah, there's some really, really dope movies. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about maybe not even going to the game Saturday night and just watching Disney Plus. <laughs> they got, uh, they got uh, a lot of Pixar movies that uh, – Spoiler, I don't have kids, but there's a lot of Pixar movies that I haven't seen that are supposed to be awesome, like uh, Inside Out and uh, 
the both of Finding Nemo's Zootopia I haven't seen. So there's a lot of stuff that I, I got to catch up on. And uh, remember the Titans is on there, which is always a good rewatch when you got literally nothing else to do. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man, especially since I get it for a year. Yeah. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. Stay hungry, y'all. We're out this biatch. Good night now.